So, question for you guys. It's Negroni week. Did you know that, according to all the cocktail things I watch? No, I didn't know that. Oh, I watch all the same ones, so yes. Mm-hmm. I do. No. So, what, what kind of Negroni are you drinking tonight? Boxed. Beer? <laughs> do you know that feeling when everyone is talking about a movie that you haven't seen? Have you ever felt compelled to make some vague comments just so you can join in the conversation? Well, what if you were in too deep? Do you think you could convince everyone that you'd seen it? Or do you think your version would be so much better that no one would care? Here at Faking Movies, we're always the ones who haven't seen the movie. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. No, you can't. Yes, I can. No, you can't. Yes, I can. No, you can't. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Welcome back, all my <laughs> ghouls and goblins. It's uh, Spooky Vemtem Brover. Uh, it I'm, sure is. I'm ghostly. Uh, your oh. ghost of faking boobies. This and is awful. You're doing an intro like we did one that was really good but didn't record it yeah, or something. But like no, we're, this is just, yeah, this is, this this is, is off the dome this, trash. This, this is all garbage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not a skilled improver. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, uh, faking yes, movies. Uh, we're doing our month of horror. Uh, I'm Lee. Uh, I'm joined by my dear friend Seth. What's up, Seth? Uh, not much. I just wanted to say, Lee and Zach, that you guys are both my spooky vem timber bros, or whatever you had said earlier. <laughs> You're like the saga continues. <laughs> um. Thanks. Anyway, thanks for making me look good by comparison. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> See, that's that's what I do. Is I I make it so that you shine in the darkness. Um, that's nice. God, that's great. Yeah. This is true friendship. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm also uh, a, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, a mummy. Mummy Seth. Okay. Uh, and moving right along, uh, we're also Jesus joined Christ. by our dear friend Zach. What's up, Zach? You Not Frankenstein's much. monster looking motherfucker. Yeah, Being no, a chocolate vampire and over 50. <laughs> I uh so I I'm sorry, I it's just because you're taller than us and Frankenstein's yeah. monster is supposed oh, to be tall. Yeah, well, I got true. that giant head too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mm. have that you have that Scandinavian head. Yeah. Um <laughs> I had I had quite an accomplishment today. I have finished a series of modifications to the Miata that make it strictly less comfortable, and I could not be more excited about Why? it. Why? I, I don't understand. I don't un- short short up everything so it's more rigid all around, and the ride is even more terrible, and it's lower. To the I ground. almost. It's it's- all right, so you drove us around in that motherfucker. No, it was the Subaru you drove us around in. We were in his Subaru. Either yeah. way, I dozens. almost vomited. Lee did yes. vomit. I think Lee I did, did vomit. vomit. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, imagine that stiffness, but it's in a two seater without a roof, and it's like. You're literally sitting on it. You know, but it's, it's kind of nice because it has no roof, so you can just, like, go up. Throw up out the you window. Can, yeah. You can spew any which direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's now, let me ask you a quick question. Are, did you do this so your wife would not be comfortable in it anymore? Yeah. Like, She's not a fan of this thing mm-hmm. yet, but I, she will come around. I'm certain. She mm-hmm. loves the Miata, and, like, once, she, once we get her into, like, SCCA racing and like autocross events. I think she's really, really gonna like it. And I'm. You think she'd be into that kind of stuff? Are you sure? (laughs) No, no, she's gonna. Jesus. Uh, Yeah. No, I've had these parts sitting around for two years, literally, and um, finally did the thing because the world is on fire, and uh, it's nice to check a long time thing off the list. 
That does always feel mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Speaking of things that feel good, thanking Marielle for being the hardest working member of this oh, team. That's great. great also busted. Yeah. <laughs> also busted. <laughs> Mostly Marielle. Slightly busted. Speaking of busted, the movie this week may or may not be about ghosts. Mm-hmm. It would fit you know the theme. Who, you know who knows? Me and Seth we know. Do you know who doesn't know? Zach. You know, here's the thing. I've definitely seen this movie uh, because it is in the horror genre, and I recognize the title, and I couldn't come up with anything in my brain about it. So I'm willing to bet you I'm haven't I'm also seen willing it. to bet you haven't seen this. Didn't I, I, I? It has a weird director, as I recall. I think I said this, and you guys both went, eh, and then we moved yeah. on. So. Well, more on that. More later. on that yeah. later, okay. for sure. I'm, I'm certain this is one of those movies that sat around on my list forever because I was like, "Fuck, I don't mm-hmm. think I do want to watch that." And then I reluctantly did, and that's why I don't remember any of it. You know, I've, I saw this in theaters. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. I yeah. thought about <laughs> seeing it in theaters because I, I thought the premise was really cool, but I just never got around to it fair enough uh yeah so only lovers left alive yep um, so what right that's the name of the yep. movie so <laughs> what uh what <laughs> cast did we give you yeah what fucking all-star banger cast did this we give you? this is the like weirdo uh goth kid uh, but cool cast for sure um so uh starting off tilda swinton mm-hmm. national treasure orlando herself mm. um uh, Tom Hiddleston. Y'all Orlando fans? No. <laughs> Come on, uh, guys. Virginia Woolf. Uh, yeah, no, I know. No, no. Not, not my jam. Uh, oh, Tom is Hiddleston, <laughs> the trickster. Uh, I, think. I really want Tom Hiddleston to just like show up at bars now and be like, "Hey, trickster's in the house." <laughs> Everybody cheers. Yeah. Um, Buys my beer. A, a re- return guest uh, as of late. Anton Yelchin, rest in peace. Yep. Uh, yeah, we have some feelings we, about his yeah. uh, storyline in this movie, and okay. we think they may be uh, colored by the fact that we're just sad. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah. yeah, he is great. He's he's he was a very good actor. I really liked him. Um, Sucker Punch herself, if I remember correctly, Mia Wasikowska. Nope, nope, nope. not her. Nope. Okay. She's in she's in the Michael Fassbender Jane Eyre. Yeah, uh, she's okay. uh, Strayan, I believe. Um, sure. She's not Sucker Punch. No, I don't think so. You're thinking of the girl that was in on uh, Lemony Snicket. Oh yeah, and Alice Emily in Browning. Yeah, Emily Browning. No, Mia is from Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Oh no, they look very similar. I, yeah, You've okay. just conflated two women. That's all. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Noted comedian or uh, Westworld star Jeffrey Wright. Uh, Comedian? Comedian? No, there's a there's a comedian named Jeffrey Wright who's an old white guy. Oh, <laughs> are you thinking of Stephen Wright? No, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Great stuff. Well, you're really wow, this is going so well. Yeah. You're you're really socking some dingers tonight. Um, <laughs> socking some dingers. You should you should Yikes. yeah you should um uh, uh pull out your bat and make your call. Yeah, well, it's all bad. Uh, and then uh, bat and clean up, John Hurt. <laughs> yeah. He is also in the yep. movie. Yep. I mean, yep. he has kind of a, he has a part. Oh, I didn't mean to make that sound dismissive. Mm-hmm. I just, he's he's also yes. in the movie. Agreed. All. Yeah, yeah, all right. Fair enough. Yeah. No goofs to be made. Um, okay. Uh, I didn't have any offshoots on this one. I, what? Yeah, I just did the first thing. Um, well, it actually sometimes, took me a while. Sometimes perfection just, you know, 
No, it was, it was definitely not that. It was a lot of struggle because the title's like pretty specific. Uh, and then I just struggled and then this came to mind. So. Like Athena bursts <laughs> from Zeus's forehead. Yeah. Sure. Yep. Here comes Zach's lovers le- only lovers left alive. That's, that's uh, expectations a little high, maybe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Uh, so there's a new degenerative condition worldwide. Everyone has it all at once because it's environmental in nature. So it's like, huh. It's not slow pandemic. It's fast pandemic. Mm-hmm. Huh. Uh, yep. So yeah, we all feel great. I know. Uh, we were just talking about how when all the movies about the pandemic come out in like a year, it's going to be a fucking yeah. bummer. <laughs> I'm not excited for that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't uh, want prestige drama about the nightmare we all live in. No. And it, actually, yeah, a year might be. I wonder. I wonder yeah, how. <laughs> other people that have lived through crises felt about like so like how oh. how how do like very like quick world war Two movies that came i i don't know what they were but i'm sure that they were non-propaganda oh, like hell in the pacific and like yeah I mean, you could even they made a bunch of movies about 9-11 for sure like 2006 yeah. was world trade with with nick cage yeah, yeah. but you know Flight i didn't i didn't see that i mean also like what i was i was a freshman in high school so like what what can i say but right. mm-hmm. vietnam i mean there's dozens of movies by the that. by the early 80s they were making a lot of vietnam mm-hmm. movies that's mm-hmm. true but i guess that was a little more removed i mean it had been yeah i don't i don't know a little more than 10 it was about 10 years that yeah. was it like yeah. yeah i mean this is this is so maybe maybe like I think you're right on, though, Seth, with World War Two. There's a quick turnaround on World War Two. Yeah, and so I wonder how vets felt about that, right? Yeah. It, well, that one's a little different, too, because, like, pretty much everybody experienced World War Two in some capacity, mm-hmm. right? Like, even the people still here, yeah. like, felt it, you know? So maybe the that was one, a more shared experience? I don't know. The one uh, anecdote I know for sure is uh, uh, Eisenhower just could just was tired of it he's just like I'm, could you please stop showing me these movies in the white house oh <laughs> yeah i don't well, he feel was like watching directly these. afterwards right so mm-hmm. yeah he he yeah. was uh truman and then right in right in eisenhower sure yeah. enough he also hated audie murphy movies which is a good instinct because audie murphy was a fucking <laughs> sadistic lunatic yep. so <laughs> okay okay mm-hmm. most uh, decorated american soldier of world war ii a sadistic lunatic yep. Mm, you don't um <laughs> i thought i thought it was some kind of dog i feel like there was a hero dog that was more oh, war dog? maybe maybe war dogs zach air air bud war bud is it war war, bud? war buddies war, war buddies back There's in action no rule in the rule book saying dogs can't be war heroes oh, I, oh I, I i would love to see a puppy's like <laughs> cgi mouth say yell medic as medic, it's trying yeah. to <laughs> it's its little Christ. paws are trying to hold in the intestines of another puppy <laughs> I love that. And then okay, Tom guys. Hanks Tom Hanks yells, cut. He goes, this isn't working. This is not working. <laughs> no, guys, this is it. I'm sorry, Zach, but this is the episode now. War Buddies. <laughs> I don't think it fits the title, but like, I do like this premise a lot. <laughs> hey, Hollywood, you have our number. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Five 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 five. War Buddies, obviously. <laughs> um, sorry, oh, Zach. Oh, I really shit. derailed you. I no, I just no, completely no, fucked that was, it. That was, a, that was a fun rap. Uh, Email us at zach at warbuddies <laughs> dot co dot uk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, woof. Uh, so 
Uh, okay, reverse pandemic style. There's very selective immunity that's sexually transmitted. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just thinking about a little CGI dog mouth yelling medic. <laughs> <laughs> but not like a golden retriever, like a Benji style dog. Like a oh, real no, it's, little sad it's the one. air bud, like golden retriever. Oh, gotta style. be a retriever. Yeah. All right, okay. Yeah. Well, they're very capable, I hear. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Uh, hip dysplasia and whatnot. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, sexually transmitted. Yes, reverse pandemic style, uh, selective immunity that's sexually transmitted, and only sexually transmitted. There's oh, so no everybody's being real dirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no getting around it. You have to actually have sex. Uh, the experts have tried and failed to isolate and synthesize this immunity, um, but uh, yeah, it just it didn't work. Um, so boning down is the only option for saving humanity at this point. Um, thus, the main crux of the movie is untangling all of the obvious moral and ethical entanglements that come with the circumstances we find ourselves mm-hmm. in. So, uh, introducing all the peeps. Uh, John Hurt is the political figurehead, um, the one who has to try to balance everything out. Sure, that sounds right. Old white male, yep. Uh, Jeffrey Wright is the lead scientist and epidemiologist. Um, also sounds he, like great casting. Yeah, that really does. I know. That's very Well, he's good. the lead science guy in Westworld, and he's That's like the true. tech guy in all the Hunger Games movies, and so like it. Yeah. And he's got that sense. really good like like vi- semi gravelly like very like like austere delivery that he can do. Yeah, yeah, and he does a good pensive and whatnot. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, so uh, yeah, he has to constantly be the voice of reason, explaining the facts to the overly emotional characters like over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, Tilda, surprise, surprise, is an extremely prominent religious figure who is obviously opposed to the way things have shaken out um, and is constantly crying conspiracy, not being able to wrap her brain around the reality of the situation. Um, you can, But really, she sort should of be see wrapping the her legs around the reality of the... Hey, uh... Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I didn't... I know, it's I, a little real, right? It, sorry. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a little too real. Uh, yep. Uh, so Tom Hiddleston is uh, effectively the inverse of Tilda, um, kind of an Elon Musk type character, I'm imagining. Mm-hmm. Um, he's advocating for the technically right thing, quote unquote, but is quite unstable and kind of muddies the waters with his own bullshit and cult of personality. Mm-hmm. So is he more of like a John McAfee? We're talking about we're talking about hammocks here. Or? Ooh, I mean, not like literally mouth poops, but um, mm. yeah, I wouldn't say John McAfee ever was advocating for the right side of anything, if I'm being honest. <laughs> but <laughs> that he guy kind of sucks. That's a hard agree. Yes. Yeah, hard agree. Oh, on he was one. like wildly unstable. Yeah. Like, but yeah, Elon's like a toned down version of John McAfee. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Anton and Mia are actual focal main characters. Uh, they represent the like actual populace and are, uh, they're the, the sort of eyes with which we navigate through this new world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, uh, there's the obvious problems. Um, monogamy is fairly central to a lot of societies. Thus there tend to be this skew where generally younger people who are perhaps more likely to be single or generally sexually active with multiple partners, are the ones who are naturally inclined to wind up, quote, healed. In this, mm-hmm. case. Um, this creates a divide among older, perhaps even more conservative generations that simply can't understand this cosmic injustice that has befallen the lifestyle that they've always known to be, quote, correct. Mm-hmm. Wow, you are really spinning like a, a, a very intricate and and like like nuanced world nuanced story yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. this is i want to take stuff, credit for Zach. that i'm i'm literally verbatim like describing the world we currently live in mm-hmm. <laughs> well you know art imitating life and whatnot yeah. yeah 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 i mean i think it works as a movie because 
it is so absurd the things that are happening in current uh, universe yeah um so this group aligns with tilda's outright denial of the situation of course uh, mm-hmm. unable to emotionally accept the reality of the situation they instead point fingers everywhere alleging uh, systemic genocide of older generations by the younger ones like this can't be real this has to be fake blah 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 um yeah obama's got his death panels and whatnot there you go yep nailed it uh so um there's also some gross sexual dynamics that arise where people are using um sometimes even falsely their quote cured status as a way to manipulate other people into sexual encounters Mm. um so like i am cured i have the thing why don't we bone down uh oof so yeah, the moral and legal lines get extremely blurry and quickly there's uh, and very quickly. So there's no time to like officially sort anything out. Um, so it's all just this horrible gray area and that's a lot of the like tension, I think. I mean, um, okay, yeah. This is this yeah. also <laughs> seems a little uh, close to home. <laughs> I know, I know. The whole thing is uh, our main characters struggle with this aspect. Uh, they are monogamous, um, but also young and sort of, you know, not like tied to dumb and full cum right literally yeah Mm -hmm. uh yeah they're not tied to these like weird old like religious conservative values so Mm -hmm. i don't know should we should we not um right but there's also the aspect of like how does your emotional connection affect the way you feel about Mm -hmm. this situation It, it makes you irrational it does well and also if so if somebody is to go out and like get you know cured quote unquote uh then you do theoretically both get to live, but like it changes your trajectory and your relationship forever. Surely, because like yeah. that was a thing. Yeah, and it also puts the the like potential pressure on you to like, okay, now I'm a cure vector. Is it my responsibility to continue? Mm, absolutely. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hundred percent. Yeah. Ooh boy. Um, kind of like a reverse. It follows. Mm. Uh, yeah. Sure enough. Sure oh enough. yeah. Hmm. Um, Don't to... listen to that last thing I said, Mariel. Yeah. <laughs> Nope. In case you ever do that on the show. Okay, yeah. I was going to say. Yeah, we should save that one for later. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, getting as dark as we possibly can, there are even more fraught issues like children, for instance. Um, oh. And so... Oh, God, fuck me. Yeah, right? Uh, so Tom, as our resident Elon Musk lunatic billionaire, decides that this is the hill he's going to die on and devises a system to uh, medicalize the process of inoculating children. Um, so boy, because there's obviously no good answer to this problem. He gets absolutely destroyed publicly. Mm -hmm. Um, but the conceit is that he might actually have the best solution to not letting all of the world's children die. Like it's, it's that situation where like you can't win either way. Like you don't want the obvious conceit of his plan to happen, but also if all the children die, that's terrible, of course. So what are you going to do? Can I? Can I pitch a tagline for your movie real quick? God, I hope no. Not. <laughs> I mean, go <laughs> not ahead. After but... that, not after that thing I just said. No. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked if you do, damned if you don't. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. Wow. Okay. Wowie zowie. <laughs> that could go on the poster. It feels a little too uh, up tempo for the tone that I'm saying. Yeah, it's a little. Like, it's uh, a, <laughs> a little tongue in cheek. Um, yeah, you know why? Because for some reason, I'm thinking of that shit movie we watched, Butter, ooh, where like, yeah. But the reason I'm thinking of that is like that movie thought it was being nuanced about a very weird and complicated thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your movie is being nuanced <laughs> about an incredibly weird and complicated thing. Yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> and it's a little ensemble-y and there's different approaches. And yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah certainly. 
Um, so I guess most of what I've said is just sort of setting the stage. Um, but, uh, the bulk of the actual movie is like Anton and Mia watch these events unfold, deal with their own versions of all the same issues while dealing with like their parents and their coworkers. And, you know, the, they interact with all the different factions that are sort of colliding in this nightmare. Um, and at the end, things have degenerated quite a bit and it seems like the social and political strife has eclipsed the actual medical situation. Um, and much like I feel currently, uh, it seems like everybody's getting in the way of like an actual solution to the problem, which is quite clinical. Um, and it's everybody's like own personal bullshit that sort of uh, mm-hmm. takes the main stage. When well, I mean, it doesn't need to <laughs> in the U.S. Yeah, not not sure. nearly as much in many other countries. I yeah, I mean, we would hope. Yeah, certainly, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the situation we live in, and also our mm-hmm. main characters here, so. Yeah, I don't have an ending. It's mostly just, like, a study on how people freak out hmm. and make bad decisions. Yeah. I like I like an ending being uh, 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 Anton and Mia, like, sitting next to each other on the couch, like, having not decided yet what they're going to do. Sure. I like a very yeah. ambiguous ending, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it fits the whole rest of the thing, for sure, yeah. It's like, do we risk it? Yeah. Or... Do we uh, do it all for the nookie so we can get that cookie? <laughs> well, I hate that, but uh, yeah. No, I, I mean, directed I think that, by, that and is... then the title card directed by Fred Durst. <laughs> <laughs> no, we know empirically that does not sell tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that fits the tone of the whole thing. The whole thing is a tug of war in infinite directions. Like, there's no right answer to anything. Yeah. So I think ending ambiguously makes a lot of sense here. Yeah. Okay, I like that a lot, actually. Yeah. That was actually fantastic Zach. yeah I, I really yeah i thought that was great fucking that would movie. that would be a really Excellent. fun movie because it's really it's really um character driven and though it's like yeah. pseudo ensemble it's still like yeah uh, well and this cast is like perfect for that because they're all very like unique yeah people, so. and you and you, it gets real intimate yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's hmm. also like lends itself to to fitting many different tones sure. it really just depends on what you're filmmaker is eventually trying to accomplish like is this over the top comedy is this biting satire which i know sounds similar but is not the same thing is this like (laughs) a bleak meditation on the actual world like you kind of were aiming at it seemed like uh you know it's no it's true it literally it could go any which direction yeah Mm -hmm. for sure yeah. And I'm sure people would would interpret it in many different ways. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Yeah. Surely. Don't call me Shirley. So. Um <laughs> Yes, add add some levity to this, please. Okay. <laughs> I say that's why we need to insert a five minute scene of someone farting mm. to make sure everyone knows it's a comedy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll we'll do an intermission where they just play yakety sax and then like straight back into the nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, one. Seth, on our on our camping trip next week, we should just do that as long as we possibly can. Oh, until... yeah, until friend of the show, Austin. Is he a friend of the show? I don't know. He's a friend. Yeah, he's been on the show, definitely. and also he's he's our friend. Yeah, it's so. true. <laughs> friend, friend of real life. Friend of, friend of real <laughs> life, Austin uh, literally murders until us. Until he stabs one of us. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I was going to say, you guys are going to Diatlov pass yourselves. Uh, yeah. They all walked <laughs> off into the wilderness and were never seen again. Yep. Mm, wow, good good reference to a, a weird, mysterious event that happened in the Ural Mountains. Yep. Um, <laughs> it is very cool. Everybody look that up. Um, it it's a it's a good wiki read for yeah, sure. It's oh, quite yeah. fun. Um, okay, so uh, Zach, Zach, 
Last yep. name withheld. Are you ready for <laughs> the IMDb one sentence summary? This is tradition. I am. I am. All right. So I want to know how close I was to this. The to... Only Lovers Left Alive is a 2013 film. Uh, okay. okay. A depressed musician reunites with his lover, period. Through their romance, which ha- already has endured several centuries, is disrupted by the arrival of her uncontrollable younger sister. This is not what this movie is about. At- it's not a very good description. Amazon is a much better description. Oh, do you know the Amazon Whoa. description? I, I, they do I don't. Wow. I don't know it off the top mm-hmm. of my head, but I do know the sentence. A meditation on depression uh, <laughs> is is prominent. So. Uh, so wait, is this a Todd Salons movie? No, like, but we... but the director. No. <laughs> hmm. Uh, so so first off, Zach, the thing that I want to say about this is the uh, the the score is very very good. Um, and it's incredibly prominent and important to the yeah. story. Interesting. I, God damn it! I know I've seen this. Yeah. So they're vampires, right? That's the whole thing. Or no? Yeah. I mean, sort of. But let's get back to the director first. So okay, okay. if we were to tell you that it had a, a very, let's just say, oh, is it fucking John Carpenter? All right, fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> as it turns out, <laughs> it is not John Carpenter. No. Oh, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> that seemed obvious. I don't know. No, um, if I remember correctly, I've heard you uh, voice your dislike for this mm-hmm. director before. Um, are you, okay. You're not a Jim Jarmusch fan, are you? Oh, so I was pretty close with Todd then. Right? Yeah, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but sure. <laughs> I mean, uh, I guess they're both auteurs in in certain ways. Sure. Yeah, I uh, Jim is one of those dudes that like it's like Lynch ice. Like if you took Lynch up a couple notches, and it's just like, oh god, I see what you're doing, but like I just it's too much. Like I just, mm-hmm. ugh, like that's my uh, relationship with Jim Jarmusch. I think. Yeah, I'll give you. a... I've not watched a lot of his films. Um, I, I have yeah. a very good friend uh, who's never been on the show, so I won't bother naming her <laughs> um, in case she's not interested uh, in being named, who is a very big fan of his. Mm-hmm. Really? Um, okay. Yeah. But I, I feel like he he's a very, uh, he's got a style, and if you don't like him, you don't like mm-hmm. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Wait, did he just do, uh, was, I can't, now I can't remember if that was him or Todd. Did, um... With the uh, Kylo Ren, um, and it's about zombies. Oh, that's that's Jim. Yeah, that's, that's Jim. Jim yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. did see that movie. Genuinely loved that movie. Uh, that one seems atypical for a Jim Jarmusch. Um, it had some like goofs in it. It's like, like the it, dead it, won't yeah. stay dead. Maybe that's the name of that movie. I can't remember something like that. It's something. Is Bill very Murray in it. Ah, uh, yes, Bill Murray was. In yeah, it. it's uh, Bill Murray. Okay. Um, Hmm. And Adam Driver is the yeah. Hmm. It's Adam Driver and uh, and they it, there's a meta aspect to it where uh, at the, the end, dead don't die. That's what it's called. The dead don't mm-hmm. die. Adam Driver literally goes, "Well, I don't know. That line was in the script." And then other guy goes, "Well, I, I guess Jim wants us to say it then." And then, like it's fucking crazy. At the I end. do love a good fourth wall break. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I, I write I know. so many movies where my characters. <laughs> Just look right down the barrel and say the title of the film. 
That's different than like acknowledging they're in a movie. Oh, though. that's yeah. well, I don't know. It's still very fourth no, wall breaking. Seth, your thing, your thing is a wink. The the mm. acknowledging you're in a movie is like a whole. Okay, yeah, thing. but 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 I think that they're both four wall breaks, fourth wall breaks. Yeah. I think that they're just dip. One of them, one of them is one of them is drilling a Porky style peephole <laughs> through the fourth wall, and the other one is taking a fucking wrecking ball to mm-hmm. it. Yeah, much like yeah. Miley Cyrus did. Mm-hmm. Famously. Uh, well, what's all this shit then? So uh, I, I will, I will tell mm-hmm. you. Um, so it's about vampires, yeah. mm-hmm. and I don't know why the titles don't or the the descriptions. the the um, The Amazon one also doesn't mention that they're vampires, but I mean, it's because the movie never. There's never. It's implied. I think, I think it's. I think it's probably because the movie never uses the word vampire oh, at any okay. point. Even though the last shot of the movie is Tilda and Tom close up fisheye on their faces with their fangs out about to eat two people. Yeah. But So it definitely acknowledges that they're the only okay. <laughs> Oh, I mean it's it's not a <laughs> yeah, secret but, throughout at all. It's just they no, never But it use never the does term. it verbally. Man, all of these people do well, at least those two people are look like look like vampires yeah (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. extremely pale gaunt british people Mm -hmm. (laughs) so uh, i think the easiest way to think about this movie i i really like that amazon description of a meditation on depression because so that's tom hiddleston's whole movie arc yeah he's he's the main well sort of so him and so the uh the amazon description is driven by sensual photography trance-like music and droll humor jim jarmusch's the only lovers left alive is a meditation on art science and the mysteries of everlasting love didn't ever talk about depression but it it, it is definitely (laughs) about depression like it's sure sure so uh two two storylines that merge Mm -hmm. very quickly yeah but um Hiddleston is a musician and a vampire and he lives alone in Detroit and his whole through line in the movie is he's obsessed with like scientists and stuff uh and he like was friends with Tesla and like he's we'll get into their ages later but like he was also friends with the romantic poets and all Mm -hmm. this stuff in the 1800s and like so he's anybody who lives for centuries has to have been friends with Tesla actually yeah right yeah yeah he's like notable weirdo he's like like the His, man who, or the man from man who fell earth. to earth. Yeah, like yeah. That, that's always a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're only thinking that because David Bowie played Tesla in The Prestige. Yep. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but also the one that weird indie movie that you did, The Man from Earth, also was oh. friends with Tesla. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh okay. It happens all the time. It's weird. Yeah. So like he's he's the character who's obsessed with like an aesthetic and like an artistic truth and a scientific truth that can be married with art. And, like, right. he has an electric car that he built, and he has this, uh. like, crazy weird dynamo that runs his house off the power grid. And, like, he lives in... Right, he uses atmospheric radiation out. in order... So, like, much like much like Tesla's, you know, wireless uh, electricity uh, yeah. theory that was successfully done, mm-hmm. but then, of course, uh, fucking Edison destroyed everything because he's... <laughs> Well, and the movie explicitly says this is like Tesla had light bulbs that ran without fucking plugs a hundred years ago. You know, he's pissed about that. But yeah. Anyway, he that this is his thing. He's he's a brilliant scientist and he's a musician. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he, his story, he lives alone in like a, a dilapidated old house in old Detroit, like burned out, like right on the outskirts of town by the Detroit River. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And the only person he has contact, the only two people he has contact with are Anton Yelchin, who is a dude who doesn't know he's a vampire. He's a he's just like he's a just little a rocker dude. dude. He's like a weird little yeah, he's punk a rocker. guy. So just like Green Room, cool. Okay, yeah, yeah. Love that. he's he's like a he's like a finder. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he like oh. finds him rare instruments and he like brings oh. them all. Yeah, this, so like yeah. he has he has oh. like a like a fucking all these beautiful stringed instruments. Sure. Just, the, you should you should watch this at, at any rate, Zach, just to see the guitars that they oh, throw they on are screen. Beautiful. Like, like, say, it's, it's like Jack White in real life has this person to get him those guitars. That is exactly what's going anymore. on. That is exactly <laughs> yeah. what's there's, going on. There's an obsession with Jack White in this movie yeah. as well. Okay. It comes up many times. And Jim Jarmusch also has an obsession yeah, with Jack, Jack White. Jack White oh, grew right. up in yeah. Detroit. so He did, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They go to his um, house, in fact, so, his birth house. Or oh, yeah. uh, childhood home, I guess is what you would call it. Not birth house. I don't weird. think that's a term. <laughs> I don't think people get Yo, born in houses much anymore. <laughs> Although it's swinging back toward that, I guess. Yeah, but. well, I mean, remember Jack White's doula, Meg White. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, a woman out of time, Meg White. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so like Anton is his finder and like kind of his de facto only friend, but he keeps him at a... a large uh, distance yeah you know? like constantly anton is like hey like i have these friends they they like want to like meet you and he's like nah like nobody it's because one of the through lines of this movie is like all of the vampires are like history's greatest artists mm-hmm. and they sure. yeah. release their work through other people mm-hmm. So uh, like, so as to not he, be revealed, right? So he's been thing. having Anton, among other things, release his work into the indie music scene in Detroit, and um, it's like people keep showing up at his house because they I figured see. out who he. Yeah. Okay. Um, he also interacts with Jeffrey Wright, who is a doctor at the hospital, and that's where he buys his blood that he drinks. Yeah, because okay. civilized vampires uh, like don't feed don't on feed on directly. people anymore. They as as all fans of True Blood. I think we all understand. Mm-hmm. That, yes. Sure, mm-hmm. I never watched. And it, Jeffrey but yes. Wright has a a fun little like his name is Doctor Watson, and the two scenes that he's in, he's very clearly trying to figure out what this guy's deal is. In addition to selling him blood for lots and lots of yeah. money, like uh, okay. okay, always O negative because it tastes the best. Sure, mm-hmm. universal donor. Like I mean, yeah, yeah. and when, that's when a through health. line. That's that. That's they keep I, calling it the good stuff. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. And I'm I'm O negative in case any vampires out there wanna wanna. I didn't down. know that, and we're about to be in the woods alone. Mm-hmm. So if one of you guys gets hurt, you can just pop a vein on this boy right here, <laughs> yeah. and we'll be fine. Just press him together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Make me run while we're doing it to get it to push outward. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, um, yeah. But he's but but also like uh, Tom Hiddleston like his little name badge is always like dr yeah. faust or yeah. fucking like he's he's like clearly just, just like he has a sense of humor about it basically. yeah yeah it's 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 quite goofy he goes in dressed as a surgeon with like a face mask yeah on, you know yeah he's he's wandering around a hospital with sunglasses and a face mask and and his <laughs> at, at night presumably. and an antique doctor's bag yeah, yeah an antique doctor's bag and his name dr faust he's immediately arrested and thrown in jail <laughs> yeah it's detroit in the middle of the night mm. nobody's arresting anybody yeah. yeah that's true that's true also like if you look like you know what you're doing nobody stops you let's be honest yeah, that's true um so the other side of it is tilda who lives in um where she she live in Tangier? It is in Tangier. Yeah. Oh my. 
she lives in Tangier, and uh, she is uh, her thing is she's obsessed with books. She's just books upon books upon books upon books. Like when she travels eventually to Detroit to hang, to be with Tom because they're married. Oh, um, yeah. She only packs books. Like <laughs> yeah, suitcases but but of the, books. but the thing all all right. So one of these vampires' powers that I think is kind of important is they like can and with differing levels of ability to do this when they they're always wearing gloves and when they touch something they understand it so so tilda is constantly like just swiping her fingers down books like a page of a book and she gets it and she and she that's how she consumes books is she just like touches them and gets them but then there's this 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 like protocol where they're like do I have permission to take off my gloves and touch you to know you? And, and and I thought that was a really beautiful, like subtle power where they all always wear gloves, except for when they're trying to learn something or, or, or like be intimate. And it's, it's, Mm -hmm. it's quite subtle and it's quite, it's quite beautiful. I think actually. That is fun to make that like a, an explicit like unwritten rule kind of reservedness or whatever. Yeah. Well, and the only time, so like there's a lot of scenes of people at, like, especially Tom asking Tilda to like tell him about objects because uh, as oh. we'll talk about with behind the scenes, their ages are pretty disparate. Mm-hmm. It, it's never mentioned in the movie, but it's, it's in the script and apparently the, the actors knew it just to like oh. inform their characters. That's so, so she's clearly, Yeah. Yeah. So she's clearly more powerful than him. So like, yeah. But there's a scene, other than, like, them just doing it in intimate moments, there's a scene where they all go out to a club with Anton, Mm. and Anton's like, hey, y'all have such cool gloves. Where'd you get those? And everybody just looks at him and ignores the question. (laughs) Like, what an asshole. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) At Um, the same time, they're all wearing sunglasses indoors um, at night. In the kind of, we talked about last Anton movie we did was Green Room, and we talked about the kind of club that was. This is a different kind of rock club. This is the kind of rock club that I used to hang Yeah, out I agree. <laughs> like, yeah. Which is sit at a table in the corner, drink beer, watch a garage band play, mm-hmm. and yeah. get up and dance. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe not. Yeah. Chainsmoke, mm-hmm. definitely. For sure. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. um, Tilda is, is, off, <laughs> is off in Tangier, and her main point of contact there is John Hurt, mm-hmm. and he is also a vampire. He is Christopher Marlowe the uh here we go get ready for this shit dude yeah the renaissance restoration playwright and in the universe of this movie so christopher marlowe in real life died mysteriously at like age 29 and he died right he was the most famous playwright of all time wow okay he dies right before in the english language Mm -hmm. anyway not he dies right before <laughs> he dies. He dies right before Shakespeare uh, starts to publish. Oh, starts oh, oh, publishing. Oh, okay. okay, okay. There is a really <laughs> fringe out there theory because there's a lot. I don't know if you're familiar, Zach. There's a lot of Shakespeare wasn't the person who wrote Shakespeare theories. He was Jesus. It was um, an amalgamation of other people. Kind of thing. Even among those theories, mm-hmm. there is a fringe one that says Christopher Marlowe didn't actually die. The queen made him fake his own death because he was a an agent of the crown and he continued to write under the name shakespeare and he oh, gave okay. it to this dumb actor guy he knew to put them all out into the world Oofer doofers. and to, this to movie what, what what's the conceit of well, that conspiracy to get to get the work out there that they keep saying that he's like i just had to get the work out there right. well, why wouldn't he just do it himself what was wrong because he's him dead because he's a vampire 
Right. Oh, in this movie, yeah, but in real life. What, uh, oh, in the real life, it's a nonsense bullshit theory. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I can accept um, that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so in this movie, Christopher Marlowe is a vampire. Sure. Who wrote all of Shakespeare's stuff. All who right. wrote many other famous things throughout history and gifted them to other people just to get the work out there. That's that's a fun touch. I, I like some like historical realism, even if it's like Looney Tunes bullshit. That's that's mm-hmm. what yeah. And that's like Tilda's character has known him forever and they're sure. friends and he has the like the good blood hookup, you know. <laughs> Natch. <Yeah>. And uh <laughs> from the good French doctor. That's mm-hmm. what they, they keep saying. But anyway, uh, Tilda and Tom have their like uh, Skype call, and she's like, "I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come hang out with you in Detroit." She tries to get him to come there, and he won't. Mm-hmm. So she's like, "Okay, I'm gonna come to you." Mm-hmm. And while this is going on, he's had Anton have a very special bullet commissioned, uh, made of like an incredibly dense wood, so he could shoot himself in the heart and kill himself. Mm-hmm. Himself, of course. Yes. Uh, study on mm-hmm. depression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of, especially early on. There's a a lot of suicide. Like contemplation sure. attempts, all sorts of stuff. Well, it's one of those immortality tropes that comes up all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like, sure. yeah, immortality is actually. I think it's done in a nice, subtle way, though. Yeah. And it's mostly because like, he hates regular humans. It's not. Yeah, he hates what humans are doing. It's to the not planet. that he hates Ooh. being immortal. It's because it's it's. I think ultimately an environmentalist thing. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I could make that argument that this is an environmentalist movie. Um, my partner disagreed, but I think it is. I agree with yeah. you. Okay. So sure. take that. The only person here who has a PhD in a science related to the Yeah, Earth. that's yeah. true. Wackity smackity do. Anyway, eventually, like when, when Tilda gets there, she finds the gun with the bullet in it. And uh, she's like, were you having trouble with one of the others? And he's like, I don't see any of the others. So that's the mm-hmm. only, like we, that's when we hear about like, there's a lot of vampires apparently. Sure. And then she's like, you motherfucker, fuck you. Like all this stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. But her sister eventually shows up. I'm going to try to breeze through a little more. This is yeah, the we need to speed up. I don't like. Yeah, I really hate this part, too. Um, so the, they this all have dreams Mia. of the sister, and then she shows up, and she's a piece of shit. Yeah. She's, like, much younger than everyone. She's a fucking party girl. Um, um, she's she's, she's played by that Australian. Strange yeah. because of, her and Tom are strange because of something she did nearly 100 years ago that we don't find out what it was. Mm-hmm. Um she they all go out with anton and she drains him while they're sleeping oh uh like so they dead? kick her out dead for yeah her? dead oh, yeah okay so they kick her out and they have to like toss his body like they throw him into like a, a pit of they like, found like a pit of acid somewhere waste. in detroit which i'm like yeah all right that tracks with what i know from uh <laughs> detroit <laughs> and uh, robocop that doesn't sound that crazy yeah mm-hmm. and that's detroit. the that's the moment where they're like we have to leave detroit like we can't we have to make sure there's no trail to us at this point yeah. so they go back to tangier and there's like a a scene where she's buying plane tickets and she goes uh yeah no luggage just carry-ons and tom's like what about all my instruments? Oh. It's like, <laughs> oh no, Tommy! It was a little <laughs> only sweet boy. It was a little mm-hmm. heartbreaking. Um, mm. Well, but I was thinking like you really don't have a contact with like a discreet shipping company. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. Th- and uh, I mean, it's not the only thing he loves because clearly he and uh, Tilda are in love. It's it's actually quite quite pretty. I think there's a lot okay. of like comments about it from other characters throughout. Yeah, um, sure. I think sure. I think it's it's a it's actually like separate but intersecting lives that that 
can be quite intimate. It, it, I think it's quite quite good mm-hmm. in that regard. But they end up they the end of the movie they end up back in in Tangier mm-hmm. and they need food because they've been traveling and they didn't travel with food. Yeah, because he uh, can't. And they find out that John Hurt has gotten some bad blood. Uh, and is dying from it mm-hmm. oh. because that's another through line is like everyone's contaminated now because of the state of the world uh, right so like your blood if your blood has you know uh, if you have a blood disease or if you um uh are a drug user of some regard mm-hmm. or or mm-hmm. like your blood can be contaminated super easily okay so they're like they go to see him and they basically go to see him off you mm-hmm. know like like we love you you love us all this you know and uh he it, it, he i don't think we see him die but it's you know he's going to die yeah. so they wander around the city and tilda's like give me all your money i'm gonna buy you a replacement music instrument and she buys him this like incredible loot yeah <laughs> it's a it's a 12 string loot which is insane because mm-hmm. yeah uh, Those have four? No, seven, typically. Oh, well, that math doesn't add up, but okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so uh, they wander around the city for a little while and talk about how they're probably going to die right now because they don't have anything to sustain themselves, and then they find two lovers in a secluded area, oh. and the last shot of the movie is them bearing their fangs, walking over. And Speaking in French, being like, uh, excusez-moi. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. And then we, we end on a Seth where they both look into the camera and go, only lovers left alive, right? <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's quite good. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure. Um, but there's a lot of like fun things to talk about with this yeah. movie. I, I think this movie might, this movie is a good movie. I think it becomes a great movie when you talk about all the nonsense all, all of the, the crazy ass bullshit. I mean, you know, Jim Jarmusch. No surprise, Jim Jarmusch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when I say nonsense and and bullshit, we don't mean like it was a nightmare to make. We just mean there's a lot of weird, subtle character things mm-hmm. and like script things that aren't explicit that kind of make it crazy. Yeah. You alluded to backstories that do not show up in the movie, which <laughs> yeah, uh, but that, but I mean, we're that's exactly what I were apparent to the um to the actors. So they they yeah, like incorporated because yeah. they're both very very good actors. The two leads are yeah, yeah. are spectacular. Mm-hmm. So certainly certainly. Um Lee, what do you want to so start like with? One of them is <laughs> one of them is the age. Oh, yeah. So Tilda is supposed to be 2000 years old and she okay. is a Celtic priestess. Oh, originally, yep. Fun. Okay. Uh, and Tom is supposed to be like five to six hundred years old, Ooh. and he so he's supposed to be going through his like teenage angst mm-hmm. when he was a young boy. Yeah, yeah. When I was, <laughs> his uh, he, well, um, he's a vampire, so he didn't have a father or whatever. But um, well, but he, I mean, it does fit my cam though. Like he's very into instruments and he's very morose. So like, yeah, <laughs> he is sort of a thirteen-year-old goth kid, mm-hmm. honestly. <laughs> He is. He is like the thirteen-year-old goth kid of the movie. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, and like Mia's character is very much like a child. She's like sucks. she's like the annoying, the annoying child. Like she yeah. wakes them up because she's hungry and wants to have breakfast, okay. and she's watching cartoons. So she's like, like seven. You know. and- no, it's more like yeah, yeah. Actually, kind of yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. She is. She is awful. And she also <laughs> sounds like it. Um, she murders Anton. Yeah, because yeah. he just we really he just looks so that. yummy yeah. is or whatever she said like it was something along those lines where like 
like, all right, so so Tom is being standoffish and is being like, hey, like, I'm a responsible creature of the night. Don't fucking drink all of our supply of blood. Don't don't blow up my spot. I got a good thing. Yeah, don't like, eat yeah. my friend. <laughs> also that, yeah. <laughs> and then she fucking does it. And uh, I, I this this whole storyline was very very frustrating. Um, sure. She eats Anton. Anton's a fun character, and like also we've Anton is genuine. A lot of his movies, re- like he's like he's like a good genuine dude. Where he's just like, yeah, like your music is great because because uh, Tom Hiddleston makes a bunch of music, and Anton is like, yeah, this music is great. I want to spread it, um, but also like I just kind of want to be your friend. Yeah, and. Mm-hmm. Well, and then he he gets murdered by this 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 impulsive nonsense spreader. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I would argue that is an effective like second act twist, though, right? Like the fact that you didn't like it means that that's good movie making. No, see, I I don't agree movie. in this regard. I think I think no? that oh, okay. you. Cr- I would have preferred it just be more like just I, I want I want his character to be okay, and like maybe um, it's because you know hashtag Jeep life was ugh. was a bad like, mm-hmm. but. Yeah. yeah. Oh, don't buy a Jeep, everyone. Jeep yeah. killed Anton no, Yelchin. We, we have a we have a Jeep boy among I us. I mean, I'm a former Jeep boy. My Jeep yeah. my Jeep crapped out on me. Uh near the time that Anton Yelchin died. No, that's not true. It was I'm, several I'm years glad prior, you but it, yeah. at least um, <laughs> No, I was in a different apartment when oh. Anton Yelchin died. So like your your Jeep last your Jeep outlived him. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. That was a while back. Um anyway. This is dark and upsetting. yeah. Anyway, yeah, we, like we, we wanted, we, we wanted better for his. Character. Yeah, we were we were both bummed out. He seemed really good, um, and like it may have just been we were tainted by the fact that we think that he was like a good dude that just ended up in a bad circumstance in real life. Uh, but sure. regardless, well, he's also the only non-vampire character that I think we mentioned, right? Well, uh, him and him and uh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Wright, Wright oh, yeah, okay. as Doctor okay. Watson. Um, right. <laughs> there is one other non-vampire. Oh, oh, the hospital we... where they do it uh, is the one from uh, the Dark Knight. It has that. Oh. It has that like particular bridge that the Joker is walking away the from Joker, that explodes. Joker, and I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's that oh, hospital. Right, right, yeah. And Weird. yeah, uh, it, it, I mean, it's it's just a just a. There are only so many hospital sets uh, that are available <laughs> to um, to rent out for filming a movie. Yeah. So I'm not surprised most of them are in Detroit. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Well, there's and there's so much driving around Detroit in this movie, um, which yeah. you know, having spent a little time there just because I have family near Detroit, it's like, oh yeah, <laughs> ooh, ooh, I really wish things were not Different. the way they yeah. look in this movie. Um, <laughs> Turns out is that Jim from there, or is he is he American? Yeah. I don't even he know. is. I assume he's from New York, just based on yeah. His, his whole aura yeah 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 <laughs> yeah all right um oh uh the wigs wigs Holy everyone shit. is wearing wigs Whoa. in this entire thing i was all of the vampire characters wear wigs. yeah and <laughs> go ahead and say what they're made of as, as a plot point like they don't no. have hair so they no have no, no 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 again this is not a thing that's covered in the actual mm-hmm. movie okay. everybody's uh, hair looks like like pseudo dreads like they're like pseudo white people dreads they're all they're all a little like uh, chunky i guess you're you're talking uh angelina jolie and gone in 60 seconds no not not like that 
No. no. Um, so everyone's wigs were made out of a combination of human hair and yak hair because <laughs> they wanted them to look, quote, wild. Well, I... Okay. Yeah. I mean, they... Uh, yeah. It creates an aesthetic. Sure. <laughs> I buy that. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Wolfers. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Lee, what else did we want to cover? I can't remember. We did uh, the composer we, goof. Cool. We talked about wig chat. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, so the composer... Um, I, I don't remember his name, but um, he is mostly a musician, and he's a musician that, like, Jarmusch is friends with. And so, like, the music in this movie, it, it underscores everything, and I think the implication is that it's supposed to be music that Tom Hiddleston's character Yeah, it's Josef von Wilson, uh, um, sure, and sure. He, is, he is, like, kind of an anachronistic uh, Dutch composer. He okay. he does a lot of like weird like lute and you know fifty string stringed ancient <laughs> uh, court lute sort of things like it's yeah yeah fun it's it, it actually but it's 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 it is very good and poignant like it works really really well in this I was gonna say, a lot the, of the, the score theme... in the movie reminds me of like drone metal mm, yeah and just then it turns into some drone like, stuff which is that's a that's a mood for sure yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i i like this theme in general i mean getting to the like backstory that was in the script or well was like part of the thing but not in the movie mm-hmm. like anytime you can see a thing as people who like movies when you see a thing that's like oh that's like a cool easter egg like that's always fun you know like well, oh somebody being... thought about that and then put that in that movie that's a good time Speaking of Easter eggs, Tom Hiddleston has a wall of his his like idols, and it's all like philosophers and scientists and writers and like, yeah. you know, it's Twain and Poe. Mm-hmm. It's it's Jim Jarmusch's wall. Yeah. And I remember right. when the movie came out, <laughs> there was like a think piece that I read about like, cool. There was like six women in there, but like there was about seventy five pictures on that yeah. wall. Maybe <laughs> like yeah. Mm-hmm. Eh, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, like, they talk about hanging out with Byron, and he's like, oh, Byron was such a douchebag. And it's like, but what about Mary Wollstonecraft? And he's like, oh, well, she tasted delicious. Oh. Like, <laughs> yeah. Wolfers. It's like, okay, fun, but, like, also she, yeah, you know, first wave feminism invented yeah. that. Like, yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not surprised that this movie doesn't treat that super well. That, mm, uh, yeah. Um, right. I mean, I, I think that's probably about everything we wanted. Uh, 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 Lee, you wanted to talk about, like, what kind of vampire we would be. Yeah. So oh. whenever I watch something with vampires, they're always rich somehow. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and the, it's usually either not explained or hand waving. Mm-hmm. And then, like in this movie, Hiddleston's just handing like wads of money. To yeah. Wads, wads time. of sweaty, like, sweaty dollar bills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's sort of hand wavy. I think it, the implication is always like they've been around so long mm. that they like figured it out eventually. You know, right? That they like I, I made think the, the right true blood thing was like they started a, a bank account at one point and then just kept changing, like le- inheriting yeah. it to themselves mm-hmm. and building up compound right. interest. Yeah. So like, and I get that. I want to see like the poor vampire though, <laughs> or like I was thinking, and I mentioned this to Seth. Like, what's your vampire like? aesthetic what's your vampire persona i am like the vampire who loves trash culture like i'm not okay i'm not rolling in being like oh 
Beethoven uh, was a hack. I knew Beethoven. <laughs> it's like I'm rolling in and I'm like fucking Eugene Levy should have won an Oscar for a mighty wind. Like that's <laughs> the vampire say, I am. Like I spent the last 10 years hanging out with D Snyder and that guy fucks turns out. <laughs> Yo, Danzig, Danzig sucks, but like party, man. <laughs> Like, Danzig sucks. Alice Cooper's great. Uh, I can go on if you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, me and Rob Halford, we like this. Oh, part. hell like, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the trash culture vampire. I'm like, I hang out at the fucking comedy clubs and I ignore all the white guys and just be like, hey, all you people <laughs> who aren't famous, will you be friends with me, please? Yeah. yeah. I, my, my guess for Seth is that he's the loot vampire. He's Tom Hiddleston mm. without the pretension, maybe? I like, think that I would be more of a Tilda Swinton. I think that okay. I would be, like, just knowledge and art for art's you're, sake. Like You're min-maxing the knowledge game. Yeah, right? oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Every every time <laughs> I make a D&D player, I almost always will default to just being like, oh yeah, I'm just going to be, like, way smarter than everybody. Um, yeah. and then also somehow a naturalist, like, <laughs> yeah. which, which is, which is something that, that Tilda Swinton in is, is in this because apparently in the like script, even though it never comes up, she was like a 2000 year old monk of some nature, yeah, sure, yeah. like a druid, druid, not monk, but druid. Yeah. And yeah, like I just, I just, I just like nature and knowledge guys. <laughs> I feel like that's that would my thing. be the Paul Lind of vampires. <laughs> I I unfortunately feel like I'm the Mia of vampires. I think I'm the annoying young one that fucks everything up. I don't know. Have you ever seen me blackout drunk? Yeah, I think we can. I think we can all pull that one off every once and again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we're all the worst vampires. That's all. Like Jonathan Lipnicki is the littlest vampire, and we are the worst vampires. Mm -hmm. Wow, good pull. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) In spooky (laughs) Vemtober. It's the littlest vampire with Jonathan Lipnicki. Really, really got to look in the mirror for that. Oof. One, yeah. Oof. Um, I mean, so that's yeah. Like you know, we're we'd all suck. Uh, yeah, we, we, we would. I would. I would <laughs> no like to intended. live forever, just like uh, that song from. Um, well, the opposite of that song from Queen. Um, Who wants to live forever yeah. from Highlander? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh no. <laughs> the opposite of it, though, because I I do. It's not a question. Yeah. I do. I would. I do want to live deliciously. I'll say mm-hmm. that. Um, I but like... I do want to die eventually. Yeah, I was going to say, I want to burn bright and like uh, wood bullet myself at some point. Yeah, that's, that's mm. too much. That's too much. Oh, no. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, then I'm going to find out one... a way to resurrect you, you stupid motherfucker. Oh, no. <laughs> you come back. You, you resurrect me, and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. All right, let's hang. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> egg, egg. <laughs> exactly <laughs> so one thing one thing we didn't mention that i want to mention uh friend of the show kev would fucking hate this movie and i'll tell you why oh. friend of the show kev is a uh a a many times over has talked about how he is a not into food coming as i believe he's put oh, it oh uh, yeah people who people who really really get over like expressive about enjoying their mm, meals yeah. i think i've even heard him say that he's never even called something delicious um, in this movie well, they like and i think it actually is really well done they like tip back tiny little crystal glasses of blood and then like oh. their eyes roll back in their heads and they like so, that, so like that's for the them thing eating that we all do. eating is like a 
eating is like a drug trip for mm-hmm. them. Yeah. It's like euphoria. Well, we, all, we all enjoy fine cocktails, and I've literally in my life only ever seen Kevin drink garbage. So, like, that does make sense. And that's yeah. true. Kev does drink them silver bullets. So He loves them. He fucking Love loves you, them. Kev. Yeah. yeah. Love you, bud. <laughs> <laughs> but that I, th- I thought that we really, I, I felt like we needed to bring Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, certainly. Yeah. Oh, that's man. Yeah. Kev, you should try drinking blood. Can't hurt. Uh, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. live live deliciously, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> oh, It'll be very fun. Um, <laughs> we should rate. We should. Yeah, we yeah, should rate. Do the thing. What, oh, real quick, money. Oh yeah, um, money, 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 I've got it right <laughs> here. Nice. It's a Jim Jarmusch movie. I don't think it matters. <laughs> it doesn't. It turns out it doesn't. But uh, so the budget was seven million. The box office was seven point six. Okay, it's a wash. Well, it's probably lost, but yeah, uh, mm-hmm. seven for Jim. I guess he is like pretty famous at this point, but I can't imagine giving him seven million dollars and being like, "Please don't fuck this up." I don't. I, I know. Like, I know you I, are who you are, but like, please. Yeah, please. I feel like most of it was plane tickets to mm-hmm. Tangier and yep. antique instruments. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there was a lot of antique yeah. instruments, only some of which they destroyed. Ugh. And How many hurdy gurdy? I though? assume I assume the one they destroyed wasn't actually that. Yeah, machine, it was. A, it was. God, I think it was like a Gibson, like a really, really a 1906 Gibson. Yeah, it uh, was like a. Yeah, it's semi hollow, solid acoustic. Yeah, dude, yeah. it was. It was mm. a beautiful instrument. Um, yeah, I let, I doubt they, they d- scraped the Epiphone off the top and wrote Gibson on them. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so with uh, 88,655 votes on... Wow, I- shocking. That's a lot. Shocking. <laughs> well, no, no but shocking. this was extremely well-reviewed. Um, like, people okay. were like, this is, of, of the 2000 teens, this is, like, a top 10 movie. Um, I, especially in the horror genre. That, I think, is the thing. Like, I know the cover of this. It's, like, them on a bed. And mm-hmm. it's all, like, yeah, absolutely. That is the cover. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah, How this shows that? up all the time on like top 10 yeah um in fact the that gibson is on yeah that's true okay okay um but this is uh a 7.3 all right that's good for a an alleged horror movie yeah i'm not sure this is a horror movie is it no it's a genre it's 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 not a it's not a horror movie really um so um i'll go first oh yeah all right um so for the original i i really liked it i think that it had a a really great aesthetic you have to be in the right mood for it and even like zach it is slow but i still think you'd like it like ponderous yeah i would say it's just like all of these dudes every time i if i watch it once and i if and you're in the mood for it you go like oh i see what they were getting at yeah yeah but um when I, when I, when it first started, I was like, Zach is gonna hate this thing. Um, <laughs> but then, like after I got more into it, like it has a lot of depth, and it's actually yeah. like it's really sweet, and it it it, it like has meditations on depression and sure. and I think environmentalism um, and like a whole lot of things like that. I like th- those are all my bags. I'm depressed. Yeah. I love the environment. Um, <laughs> All sorts of stuff. Into into stringed instruments. Yeah. Into stringed instruments. Um, <laughs> right. So uh, you know what? I'm gonna give this the the original. I don't know. This is like an eight point five, eight point six, eight point six. Wow. I really liked eight, it. Eight six. Okay. It's wow. it's it's very good for me. Um, Jim Jarmusch is clapping in a dark library, uh, <laughs> drinking absinthe somewhere. Wow. Well, 
Oh, he definitely drinks absinthe. Oh right? yeah, like, while he is he is on a bicycle in a room, just circling. That seems right. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, he bought an old school, and he spends all of his time in the gymnasium. Um, a bicycle in a circle. Yeah. <laughs> wow, so you really painted a picture. Yeah. There. <laughs> I mean, I also was drinking a bunch of absinthe from uh, that 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 one that that one place. What was Saint? Uh, uh, Lee, you talked about it before. You were just talking about oh, Saint yeah, Saint George's, Saint George's absinthe. Oh. It it gets Saint George's Distillery in California, gets, makers of fine everything they yeah. make. Yeah, <laughs> okay. it's expensive, but it gets a really great loge. Like it, it takes oh. almost nothing to get a spectacular loge out of that. <sighs> Love it. I have to say, Saint George's, if you're listening, I just finished my bottle of dry rye gin, <laughs> and I would love another one. <laughs> Man, if only they were. They're not. Also, your Bruto Americano is outstanding. <laughs> and the, the only thing I've made or, or I've had by you guys is your absinthe, but it is mm, chef's kiss. It's wonderful. Mm. So, Zach, <laughs> for your movie, um, um, so you have this... Uh, Wouldn't it be fucking wild if St. George's just sent us all a case of shit? <laughs> like, <laughs> we say this a lot. It's, ne- it's never going to happen, happen, no. <laughs> um... Yeah. So I, I like the like like the, the dealing with of course the sexually like the the sexual generational divide um and and how nuanced and subtle it all is and how it's a character study and you really figured out the actors. It was great. Um <laughs> I, I yeah, and how there's no right answer and it's oh it's it's kind of a bummer. Yeah, that's just how that? that's how I feel all my life right now. You get a mm-hmm. nine. Woo! It's good. My it's good. Boy. It's good stuff. Um, Love it. I'm uh I'm a real bummer right now, but yeah. good stuff. Hollywood, take we, listen. We've been talking a lot about how uh, none of us want to see these pandemic movies, but like. There's like a subtle Yeah, but but it. there's a difference between like the the movie I don't want to see is be like, "Oh, these are the real life stories of Americans living through the pandemic." No, what I want what? is I want a a movie that is a like a metaphor or yeah. or or like has some subtlety to it and it's it is and it's all like allegory and stuff. Like that's the yeah. shit that I oh, will watch, it. but you you don't want the Before Nick Cage we, version. Yeah. You you no. want the something else version. Yeah. Before we started, we were talking about Death of Stalin. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. a, a mm-hmm. Death of Stalin slash thick of it slash veep uh, version of the coronavirus being handled by the US government yeah. thirty years from yeah. now. I'd watch yeah. that. Yes. Absolutely. It's our mesh. <laughs> yeah. No yeah. oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> Turn that humor button to morose. Ooh. Um <laughs> okay i'll go well you have to you're, you're the only one left <laughs> uh the original the only lee left alive only the only <laughs> lee left alive that's true uh oh my god if lee trevino dies between now and the time we release this episode i'm be so upset oh what about lou ferrigno no that's not lee <laughs> no that's a different both spelled and pronounced differently <laughs> turns um, out <laughs> So, uh, uh, the original movie, um, Jamie Lee Curtis. I, 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 oh no. Technicality. I don't want her. What will Chris Guest do? He can't be on his own. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, who will sell the yogurt? The, the the original movie. Yes, quite. Um, 
quite like it. I, I don't think I like it quite as much as Seth. I think it's really good. I think it's. I watched it hungover here for the the rewatch, oh, and it, no. it was perfect. <laughs> you turned on a Jim Jarmusch movie hungover. Yeah, but it was you great it was because perfect. because it's it was absolutely the exact because movie it's to watch. it's wow. super okay. subtle. It isn't like loud explosions. It isn't it isn't you know uh, Optimus Prime stealing the spine out of some other robot or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you already if you're already in a hungover like uh, quote the fear place i feel like jim jarmusch is the it works it absolutely would work for that wow no it works Mm -hmm. it's great um i thought it was really great i liked it when i first saw it i really liked it again Uh, i'm gonna give it like a seven and a half Mm -hmm. i think it's a great movie okay um you should check it out tilde is amazing tom's really good but tilde is amazing the cast alone is worth giving it yeah for sure i agreed um so Zach, your movie I thought was like just so good, and there's so many directions you can mm. go, and it was just so thoughtful and interesting. And like Seth was saying, it's it's a metaphor for our times. It's not a it's not a, a, a flat out like recreation of what's happening in the mm-hmm. world. I'm gonna give you a ten. Wow, this might be your best mm. movie. I think it is. I, on the differentials, I usually do quite bad. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, Thanks, bud. <laughs> and Hey, you earned it. And and St. George's Distillery also gets a 10 <laughs> in my book. Oh. So. Let's bump them up to like a 13, 14. Uh, you oh, say? I'm, I'm fine with that. We okay can't that. go above 10 fellows. Mm, we That is the only hard and fast rule that we have ever enforced. Yeah, rules are rules. That is weird. That I'm is sorry. St. George's, if you could be a 14, you would, but you're you're still just a 10. <laughs> but rules are rules. A- as- asymptotically true. approaching that 10. There is a plateau after 10, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. All right, anyway, now that math chat's over. <laughs> All right. Oh, you want to do real math chat? No, let's, well, let's not. Let's not. <laughs> no, we'll no, save that I for Marielle's episode so, next week. Yeah, I was going to say, a Twitter maven best friend of the show coming back uh she's one of us who reads yeah uh, she is coming back next week with ready or not a movie that bangs hard really i haven't, I haven't watched, watched it, it yet oh, either it is a fucking dynamo it's so good i so, am with that, interested to see if i agree with you yeah and with, with that in mind uh star of ready or not with samara weaving yes uh, Hugo Weaving's daughter. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, one, she was in the new Bill and Ted, which huh? fucks oh, hell. Oh, she's one of the daughters. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, it immediately slots into number two in my Bill and Ted rankings behind Bogus Journey. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's also in both Babysitter movies, which are on Netflix, and they are horror movies, and they are fine. They are technically movies, mm. yes. <laughs> they are absolutely fine. And if you watch them as goofy fuck ups they're great. Mm-hmm. That's my rec for horror movies this time around. Oh, we were doing that. Yeah, Seth, do you have yeah. a horror movie? Oh, Although I will my... say, if you want to watch a, a fun fuck-around horror movie, I, I think Satanic Panic's better. Yeah. But the Babysitter uh, movies, sure. same feel, mm. uh, and they're fine. Yeah. And they're on Netflix. Yeah, easy. Um, my uh, horror movie recommendation, uh, my goofy horror movie recommendation is the Goofy movie because the interaction between fathers and sons is oftentimes horrifying, but ultimately rewarding. Uh, You're really reading between the lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I mean, power line, baby. I, yeah, like, no, I actually, I didn't, I didn't actually think about it. I'll save it for Marielle's, uh, for Marielle's app. I will come up with a better recommendation. I know I have sure. some. So I'm going to do an anti-rec. Um, I decided, I've been watching a, uh, trying to rewatch a bunch of like series or trilogies or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually did all three Star Wars yesterday, kind of hungover. Um, Shit. Yeah, Jesus it Christ. It was really good. Um, but I downloaded all of the Friday the 13th. Oh, movies. no. I I am Ooh. through four Ooh. right now, and I am convinced this entire franchise is garbage. I, would, garbage. I would agree. Is four the one? Is four the, the, the rebirth one? No, that's like six, I think. Mm. I think five Oof. is the final whatever, and then six is Oof. reborn, maybe. I don't know. Hmm. Which one is Corey Feldman? Fuck, I'm not there yet. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, maybe I'll just stop because I don't want to see that, whatever that is. That sounds terrible. <laughs> My favorite is eight. You mm. mentioned that. Yeah. Jason Takes Manhattan. Jason Takes Manhattan. <laughs> that he is, punches a kid's head off. That is wildly credited as the worst of these notably <laughs> terrible movies. <laughs> yeah, but has it has it like surpassed the plateau? I'm the Paul Lind trash vampire. What yeah, do you dude. want from me? Uh, Lee, you, yeah. you're my trash vampire. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's real yeah. Sweet, do man. not watch, watch Halloween. Halloween franchise so much better. Friday the Thirteenth is Johnny Carps garbage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the one true ranking is Halloween original Jesus number one. Christ. All right. Halloween three number two. Yeah, I and agree. And then on down. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I like H two O also, but ah, uh, I yeah, I'd agree. I think that's yeah. I like the new one, the twenty eighteen one. Hmm. It's really it was, fucking good. Totally solid, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so, until yeah. next time, everybody, I want you all to live deliciously. <laughs> Ew. Oh, no. <laughs> Gross. <laughs>